Hello, everybody. Welcome to ID Records episode five. This podcast is supposed to be weekly, but I didn't do the other one last time because I didn't know exactly what the plan was for it. And on top of that, uh, whenever I found out it was actually going to be a solo episode, I didn't have anything that I felt I could have, I could riff on on the topic. So I didn't actually end up doing it. But that was turned out to be in and of itself a uh, ascend. Because I actually had a conversation with somebody that I thought was very interesting and more speaks along my character because I, as you guys know, I am very re- religious in everything that I say because there's no separating, you know, real life from spirituality. And so I asked the question at the time, I think we are, I, I forgot how the topic started, but I know the topic, the first topic that we talked about was was drinking. And I always said, whatever whatever it was that they said, I, and I remember saying, you know, I don't understand what the whole point of drinking is. And the, there was two people that were, uh, I guess not arguing, but they were talking with me, and they said, well, it's fun with friends. I was like, so, but I don't understand that because I get the whole, you know, occasional a shot or two of whiskey or something like that, but I don't understand drinking with friends to the point of being drunk. And the point that they had was, well, whenever we get drunk, we don't plan on getting drunk. It's just we continue to lose count of how much we're drinking and what we're drinking. And I said, okay, that may be true, but usually people who have who get drunk have already gotten drunk before. And so, you know, and even then, like, you, even if you have it, you know the outcome of what happens when you drink too much. Maybe if you're seven years old, you probably don't. But you know the outcome is if you drink too much, you get drunk and you have a hangover. So I don't understand how being willfully negligent is some sort of topic that you can just, you know, throw it to the back of your mind or just in a, in one year, out one year kind of situation because you know that the outcome is not going to be nice. It's not going to be fun. So I just really don't understand why people continue. I mean, unless you're alcoholic, then then at that point it's because you worship you worship the bottle, you worship the liquor, and it really just what I always bring it down to. And it's not I'm not saying something you know groundbreaking, new scientific, theological implication thesis. All of this. I'm just. It's like I. You, there's something most people who do that are just trying to fill a void with temporary euphoria, which is why a lot of people go to drugs. And I think I've said this before, but people go to drugs because they're trying to find something to fill euphoric, something that gives them that euphoria that they feel they're missing, that void that needs to be filled because there's no, you know, internal spiritual connection that connects them, the, the mind and the body, for them to feel good about themselves and the world. And I forgot what it was, but it was within the same conversation. I think it was, I think I mentioned it, but it was more along the lines of me saying, see, that's the thing I don't understand of why people continuously are negligent in what they're doing. I think it's more of the same sort of situation when it comes to, to weed, because being high, I don't understand why people want to be high. And the the points that the two people made were, 
well, you know, we just use it to get away from reality, use something to, you know, take us away from everyday stresses. I was like, that doesn't make sense because whenever you're done, you come back to it, right? And I say, yeah, but, you know, it stops people from going insane. I'm like, I don't think that's true. And I was like, well, some people, some people use it because, you know, if they continuously deal with everyday stress, then they're going to have some sort of, they're going to go insane and have a mental illness. And that's not true. Most people who have mental illnesses, you have mental illnesses because of past traumatic experiences. It's not, you know, that's not, I don't think that's anything new. I don't think I have to state statistics for that. I mean, most people know that. Most people who have, you know, you know, just, they were talking about Dahmer. So, you know, Dahmer, that boy wasn't born that way. He didn't come out the womb. And I had this conversation as well where, you know, kids don't come out the womb, you know, being criminals. They don't come out gangbanging, throwing up GDK and throwing up, you know, the signs and stacking and saying, you know, give me the strap. You know, something something in their life has to teach them that. They don't come out the womb just like that. Yeah, so that was dumb. I thought that was dumb. That doesn't really make any sense. And also, even more on that line is, so you're, you're quote unquote, escaping reality when you're going to come back to it and you know it's going to stress you out so you're going to continuously want to escape reality which is where addiction comes into play. And that's what I stated. But they said, well, you know, they don't get a, you can't, you can't really get addicted to it. And I was like, well, why, why not? <laughs> and oh, and one of the things, and they're, they're, they're a weed smoker. And so I said, how do you know you're not addicted? I just, he didn't really answer that question. But I, like, so I continued the conversation by saying, well, even if I were to entertain that some people want to escape reality, if I enter, let's say I entertain that, right? Let's say, okay, yeah, whatever, I see it. Well, that makes for a weak person because if you're escaping the reality, reality of everyday life, then you're just going to be weak because you can't handle everyday life. You can't handle the world. You're just going to be, you're just going to be a wuss. And so they asked me a question. Well, well, how? Okay, then what's your solution? Is it <laughs> just live life? That's part of life. I don't understand. I, I, I there's a lot of things I don't understand, but I think it's more because they're filling the void of temporary, or not temporary. They're trying to fill fill the void that is missing with them spiritually, of course. So I wrote a few notes here. Where grow up, <laughs> grow up, grow up. I don't think that's such a hard thing to do. And I actually have some statistics here. Okay, let's say, let, let, let's let's say, all right. I'm gonna take it at face value, right? Well, I'm not gonna take it at face value, but I'm gonna take the whole point of. You know, oh, you know, weed helps with people get away from everyday stress and it makes them cooler and weed doesn't cause violence and 
You know, everyone who smokes weed doesn't do this. I remember I saw a shirt. It was saying, uh, it was like, it was one of those dumb stoner shirts where it was weed. Everyone who smokes weed, something, something, doesn't, whatever. That doesn't even, even on that, that doesn't make sense. So I have a few stats here. <sighs> weed violence. All right. This is. Violence, this is the studies of weed when it comes to violence. People always say that we, you know, you know just just lay back, smoke smoke a joint and chill out, man. She's like, chill out. No. <laughs> so here's some statistics from the uh, American Journal of Psychiatry. Dating violence among youths ages 11 through 21 found, the scientist Johnson, found that the odds of perpetrate Perpetration of violence were 45% higher among cannabis users compared with non-users. And I'm not, that's not me just, that's not me just making up things. That's just something that's been researched. And of 296,815 participants, there was a moderate association between cannabis use and the perpetration of physical violence. Uh, I don't know about that one. And no one can argue with me that weed is more readily available. No one can argue with that. Everyone knows that. Everyone around me knows that. I know plenty of people who get on Snapchat and say, Hey bro, let me know. Gas, let me know. Can I pick up a cart? Can I? No. Yeah. (laughs) So it's not like I'm just speaking... I know everyone around me is like that. I don't do that. One, because it's really dumb because you put it on social media, on Snapchat, where they, the cops come after you, they can just pull it up. Nothing just goes away. So I've always thought that was one of the dumbest things I've ever. So if it was true that, you know, if there was, especially... Because the, the, the CBD within the weed is actually getting stronger. If it was true that weed helps you calm down, then what 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 is the statistics that I have here? What what am I watching? Also during that weed speech, not speech, then that weed conversation that I had with them, I also said well, they also told me, again, you know, it helps people with mental illnesses. It helps people calm down. Well, got something else for you. If that were true, if that were true, which it's not, here is some more statistics. And this has to do, this doesn't have to do with weed, but it has to do with more everybody in general. The suicide rate from 2016, or from 2000 to 2016, has went up 30%. Oh, actually, 30, 30% suicide rates went up. <laughs> uh, since 1999, in the United States, in 25 of the 50 states. 2016 alone, 45,000 
lives taken by their own hand. 45,000. And suicide was the 10th leading cause of death in the United States. 2016. So, on the basis of the weed helps people calm down, then why is the suicide rate gone up? Now, I know the answer, and I'm not saying like I know better than everybody else, but I typically have a little bit more knowledge than a lot of people. <laughs> that sounds kind of... Uh, I don't, I don't, that sounds kind of... Whatever. But I typically look into things. Let's say that I look into things more than just a surface level. And that has more to do with the culture aspect of, you know, children not having families that are together. Men, you know, with the rise of the new wave of feminism, men are constantly being targeted, saying that you need to be more emotional. And then when you're emotional, they tell you that you're, you're weak and you need to grow up. Which I agree with. I agree with. I agree with that 100%. As a man, you have a burden that you have to keep in order to be a man. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of restating, but it's kind of the point. Men, you have a burden to keep everything in. You have the burden of taking in your family's stresses, internalizing them, and keeping them in, in there. That's, that's, that's your duty. Now, I agree with I agree with the whole you should suck it up. But the first part, you can't advocate you can't advocate for the first part if you're going to advocate for the second part actually doesn't but that's the point. It's not supposed to make sense. It's just supposed to make women, uh men feel bad about themselves, which is why men have a 50% more inclination well, I guess 50% of all suicides were pretty much men or 35% uh, age from, what was it, age from 11 to 30? Why everyone was, the suicide rate's gone up every single year past that. Now, it actually went down at the start of 2018. It started, went, it went down from 30 and it went down 2%. It went down 2%, but it actually rose in 2021 by 4%. Now, why is that? Why are those years so significant? 2021? Like, 2020, 2021. Why is that? Oh, oh, oh. Government lockdowns. Now, a lot of people will try to blow that off as, oh, well, it was COVID. Nah. No, it wasn't. No, it's not. COVID alone was not the reason why everyone was locked down. COVID is not something, it's not a person, it's not a governmental body that can make laws that tells you to stay in, to uh, two weeks to slow the spread, they said. That was a, a bureaucracy, and that was the government saying that. So the lockdowns, while I do agree, it did cause some some mental health problems because humans are social beings and depriving them of what it is that makes them live and strive <laughs> will lead to them feeling useless and more alone because they actually are alone, especially when 
the decline in religious affiliation continuously. I guess I go this way. Continuously. No, I guess that was right. Continuously plummets as the years go by because of the government schools that everyone is required by law to attend, which is insane. That... Wow, that's crazy, isn't it? But doesn't that so happen that with the principle that, as I stated before, of why I actually looked into this, wouldn't it be that since weed is more easily accessible, that suicide rates would go down? No, 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 not at all, actually. You're escaping reality. But then you come back to reality, and when you don't deal with everyday life, you're weak. That's not a hard equation. You don't deal with life, you're weak. You deal with life, you're not. Truly, truly uh, astonishing. Now, on the same topic, last week, Biden said that he wanted to release drug dealers and felons. And hold up, hold up. I'm not just saying that. He was saying that he wants to release, or he wants to get rid of charges for people in prison who are, who are quote-unquote, in prison for simple possession of marijuana. In reality, there's only been maybe three people <laughs> from the last 60 years who were in prison for simple possession. The prisoners who have possession charges are also charged with a slew of felonies <laughs> such as dealing, murder, drug trafficking, and, you know, gangbanging. There's really nobody in the past 60 or 35 years or whatever it is I... That are just that is in prison for possession. That's not really a thing, if at all. And I'm even being generous by saying a number. It, that doesn't make sense. I mean, it's not supposed to make sense. It's like, oh, you know, ruin ruin the culture more, ruin ruin society more, so that way people rely on the government, so they they think of us as daddy, government daddy. Help me. Help me, please. But, hey, you know what? If we, if, uh, you know, drugs aren't so bad, look at Maine. If drugs weren't so bad and, you know, they help you escape reality, then this is a good thing, right? Well, the drugs are already on, out on the, weed is already out on the streets now. Fentanyl is out on the streets now coming across from the border. They're supposed to help people, right? No. Not at all. As I've stated, the suicide rates continue to go up with the easy access of drugs. And yes, I understand drugs is a, is a broad term. You know, there's pharmaceutical drugs, which is a whole different topic, but not specifically talking about the illegal ones. Yeah. So it's no wonder why you get foreign leader Putin 
making a speech about the U.S. trying to blame us. Well, trying to blame the U.S. for blowing up the uh, the Nord Stream pipeline. That that part of the part <laughs> blowing up that part of the of the pipeline. But he actually makes points about the U.S. that is actually true. Now, I'm not saying that Putin is a good guy. He is definitely not. I don't think anyone who would have the same viewpoints as me would actually agree that he is a good guy. But he does make points. And that's why, you know, he, he actually can, I wouldn't say convince people, but that's why he can have an actual impact on what it is that he says and people pay attention because he's good at getting people's attention. I mean, if he wasn't, then he would, I guess he would be present no matter what, because he would just execute you if you have any other opposing viewpoint. So, in his peach, in his peach, <laughs> in his speech, he has some critiques of America. And America has a lot you can talk about, especially right now. And it's, I wouldn't say on its deathbed, but on its waning influence on the world. He has a few points. Uh, I'm going to read a quote here. Now they have moved on entirely to a radical denial of moral norms, religion, and family. What does he mean by that? Well, one, he's not wrong. When the actual higher-ups, the leaders of the United States are promoting articles of you know, the kids can make decisions for themselves and, you know, you're not a real person. You, you, you're not a, you know, babies aren't a re aren't real people. And mothers, you, you know, kill your kids because you can't, you, you can't raise a kid. Come on. Come on. You think you can raise a kid and go to, come on. Come on. You can't do that. Stop playing. Yeah. He has moved away from <laughs> the radical denial of moral norms. Uh, kids can make decisions for themselves, uh, just mutilate them uh, whenever they feel like it because, you know, kids can make decisions for themselves, of course. Uh, you know, kill your kids because you women, you silly women, you can't do that by yourself. Uh, you don't need no man. You don't need no man to do anything, especially raising a kid. You independent. You don't need all that. Uh, Christianity, get it out of the schools. Get it out of everyday life. Throw, throw those away. We don't need those fake tales, those fairy tales and all those. He's right. Literal promotion of killing the family. Literal attacks on religion. Literal attacks... Not no literal. Ah. Attacks on moral norms. Blood sacrifice, which is the baby. So he basically says that we're practicing Satanism. Yeah. Destroy the fundamental building block of society, the family, and uh, blood sacrifice, the children, 
You know, every 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 good Satanist, every good ritual needs blood sacrifice, especially those of the most innocent. The the blood of children, or as the as Hollywood would like to say, uh, facial cream. Adrenochrome. You heard of that? No, I'm not saying that they do that. <laughs> so he also moves on to say, The dictatorship of the Western elites is directed against all societies, including the peoples of the Western countries themselves. This is a challenge to all. This is a complete denial of humanity, the overthrow of faith and traditional values. Indeed, the suppression of freedom itself has taken on the features of a religion. Outright Satanism. Again, he's right. When the government uses the other branch of the government, known as Big Tech, known as Facebook, ABC, Alphabet, CBS, Legacy Media, all of that, can to actually suppress anybody who has an opposing viewpoint, i.e. look at the last two years whenever anyone had an opposition to COVID lockdowns or the way that it was portrayed in the media and or the actual statistics of what was actually happening and the death rate, 99.7% death rate overall, 99.999999% death rate for children. And uh, especially, you know, y'all don't wear the mask. It'll protect next to nothing. I actually, uh, you know, actually do wear the mask. I just told you not to wear the mask because we didn't want you to take up all the masks. We just wanted our friends, the doctors, to take all the masks. Yeah. Literally, suppression of freedom. You can't go out. You can't go into this establishment without a mask. You can't go... They even a back, even a, a year ago, they were saying how you're not allowed to... They were trying to push that you're not allowed to travel within the United States if you didn't have uh, an injection. If they didn't inject you with COVID juice. So yeah, a suppression of freedom. Of course. Speaking your mind. You're pro-life. Alright, well we're going to raid your house. We're going to point guns at your at your wife and at you with your seven kids. David Houck. Look at that example. We're going to point kids at you. I mean point kids. We're going to point rifles at you. And... You know, they said 30, you know, the wife said 30, but st stop lying. It was only 15. It was only 15 guns pointed at you. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, he's not wrong. Again, that doesn't say that he is a, I have to keep restating this because I'll probably get banned. It's not saying that he's a, a nice guy and he knows what he's doing. And look, how can we be critical of him when we have things going on with us? First of all, they're not really comparable. Except for the actually suppression of freedom and dictatorship. Yeah, <laughs> that is comparable, unfortunately. Astounding. See, but this is what I'm talking about. He has a way of actually catching ears. Like, oh, he's, he's saying something and the points that he's saying are right. Even if the context of it all is incorrect and... You know, it's actually found out that it was actually the Ukrainians that bombed the the Nord Stream pipeline. It wasn't the U.S. at all, but it was in a, it was in a way kind of a proxy. <laughs> we are kind of finding proxy work because where are the guns 
from the Ukraine coming from? Oh, the U.S. Where does all the technology come from? Ooh, the U.S. Oh, we're going to send $60 billion, $600 billion over there. Oh, Flint, Michigan still has, still has lead in their water. Ooh, you know, we don't need to do that. Yeah, we don't need to do that. California, I mean, I understand it's a state thing, but yeah, we're just continue to take out oil from the, our, our reserve oils that's only supposed to be used during states of war and, you know, in, what's it called, sovereignty attacks from the U.S., uh, yeah, we're just gonna take that out, and so that way I can say that I took down I took down oil prices, but in reality, I'm gonna make them go up more because now we're gonna have, now we're not gonna have that reserve oil that I was already using, and I'm not gonna renew leases. And if you continue to actually do it without it, we're just gonna sue you. Yeah, and actually, some of this oil is is isn't going to the U.S. It's actually selling it to everywhere else in the in the, around the world as well. Like what? There's a lot of things that he's actually saying that is not wrong. The context is wrong, of course, but it is not wrong. He also goes on to say, do we really want here in our country, in Russia, instead of mom and dad, to have parent number one, parent number two, parent number three? Have they gone completely insane? Do we really want it drilled into, our ch into children in our schools? That there are supposedly multiple genders besides women and men. And children to be offered the chance to undergo sex change operations. We have a different future. Our own future. Now, okay, that last line right there, of course, you know, he means, well, I'm going to do whatever I want. So, oh, well, too bad. You can do, you can try to do whatever. I'm going to do what I want. But, yeah, this is why you have Georgia Maloney in, in Italy winning you know, the presidency. Or is it prime minister? I don't I don't know. I think he's president. Saying that she is a fascist. She's Mussolini number two. Even though Mussolini was left wing and Georgia Maloney is specifically right wing and wants to promote family values. Yeah. That's as she said in her speak. You know, in... In a, in what, I can't I can't speak Italian, but to sum it up, her speech went. They want us to be the perfect consumer by saying that we have no identity. By taking away our identity, we have nothing that we can rely upon. They want us to be black, white, Asian, parent number one, parent number two. They don't want us to have an identity because therefore we can rely on them to tell us what our identity is and we can become the perfect consumer. Yeah. That is the point. And that that really does bring up the question for me of whether or not they actually realize that if you can... I, I guess because you would create 100% reliance on whoever it is that's selling stuff, but if people have no drive to do something more, then everything's just going to plummet what is it productivity is going to go down so therefore your workers aren't producing as much but i guess you replace that that void that they don't have anymore as what they're worshiping with government which is <laughs> the point that is the point 
but it will only lead to self-destruction. Look at Greek, Greece. No one has an identity. Everyone just, you know, no one does what they want. And so it's just easy for the taking. And now it looks, it's looking like China's becoming Rome. Now, of course, they're not, you know, they can't be compared to Rome because Rome was holy. China's the actual antithesis. It looks like America is falling and the real Rome is arising at the rate that we're going anyway. Again, filling the void. That is the that is the theme of today's episode, filling the void, finding euphoria, but not with something that is fundamental good, not with something that you can rely on no matter what and know that you're not alone, not something where humans, humans are flawed. Everyone, no one would ever disagree with you that humans are perfect. No, humans are not perfect, my bad. Humans are not. So how can you worship something that isn't perfect? That's the point. <laughs> Get rid of anything that you you establish yourself with prospering. Because, you know, if you do that, then you'd be able to think for yourself. We don't want you to do that. No, we can't. No, stop. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. I am. I'm not. Now, the government, look, I'm the government. I, I'm that guy, so... Yeah, you worship me. And uh, yeah, we can, I'm going to do what I want, so too bad. You you can't do whatever you want. I'm going to tell you what you can do. How about filling the spiritual void that you have within yourself? That temp- Instead of a temporary euphoria, how about you fill it with something that is eternal and good. Good with a capital G. And then God with a capital G. And if you disagree, just uh, go out in public, right? Go out on uh, wherever the most populated area is, wherever you are, and say, hey, anyone who believes in God, you're a retard. Anyone who believes in God, you're absolutely, her- you're absolutely a science denier. You're- That's only for, mm, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. Go out, just go out and say, tell people, if you believe in God, then you're, then you're a, a Neanderthal. You're a moron. It's a fairy tale, and nothing, nothing in the book has been proven ever. No, not through paleontology, not through science, none of it, none of it has been proven. Go ahead and do it. I want you to go. And uh, go into the church and say, hey, you guys are all morons and you'll, you're never going to do anything with your life. In fact, you, all you guys are going to die and nothing's going to happen to you. Go tell that to everybody. Go say that to everybody. See what they say to you. Go do it. Go do it. If, you, if you're really about it, if you're really about it, I want you to go out there and I want you to yell that in public. And I want you to record yourself. I want you to post it on TikTok. That's the that's the perfect place for that to go because everyone will agree with you. I want you to go out there. I want you to record yourself, post it on TikTok, post it on YouTube because you won't get censored, or on Twitter because you won't get censored. Go ahead and do that. I'm sure you I'm sure you won't do it though because you understand that's not something that you would want to do. Like, well, why would I do this? That's so. 
oh like that's something to time you just say that's not right this doesn't feel right yeah of course it doesn't feel right because it's true and everything that you're everything that you're holding in your hand that you're looking around in the world yeah that's god everything school the way that you're able to interpret interpret words our language yeah it's based off of principles the way that the country is supposed to prosper has been prospering the technological advancement yeah that's because they were christian gravity isaac newton he's a christian didn't know that einstein was actually turning to become a religious man whenever he went in we went into edwin hubble's I don't know what you would call it, but his dome where he would observe the universe through his, his Hubble telescope up in the mountains of California. Even through his own relativity, his, even through his own theories, even though he was trying to deny it more and more. I mean, every single time people would come up with a, a theistic with, or come with an opposition of theism, he would deny it. But even his own laws proved that Something was out there that's keeping us from just going straight into the sun. Like a bowling ball on a trampoline. If you throw marbles down it, it's going to continuously go down until it reaches the end. But and that's more along the lines of the sun. The more mass it is, the more it bends space. The matter goes around. That space tells matter how to move. So what's keeping us from going into the sun like the ball or like the penny in that penny little dropper machine where it's which just goes down in a circle over and over again so it gets finally just sinks in. Something's got to be pushing us out. Cosmological constant. So if that something's pushing away something's pushing us away from the sun that means there's something pushing away from everywhere. So that means the universe is expanding because something's pushing outwards. There you go. The universe is expanding. That's how you get that. Escaping reality is allegorical. You'll never find anything with it. And I pray for you. Grow up. Grow up. It's not that hard of a solution. How do you deal with life? You just do. I don't need to give you a whole fledged out answer, even though I already did. I don't need to give you an answer. It should be simple. You just do it. Well, how do... How do I... No, I can't handle these things. Okay, we'll handle them. Go ahead. How about you try putting down that... You know being negligent and how much you're drinking knowing that when you wake up it's gonna feel awful how about you put down the joint knowing that that high is gonna be over how about you put down the acid when you're trying to see something spiritual when in reality you don't need to do that because there is something spiritual already within you how about you just do that 
You know, if your lifestyle isn't working now, how about you try a different lifestyle? How about you try changing yourself? Well, I mean, obviously, something's in your lifestyle isn't working if you can't handle everyday life. So how about you change your lifestyle? Oh, you don't want to do that? Oh, I don't care. I don't care. How about you just do it? Whoa. Oh, is, shut up. All right. That was all I wanted to say. Temporary euphoria. That's the name of this episode. Grow up. Thank you, everybody. Hope that you can uh, find a lesson out of this and or you, gives you some sort of thought. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Amazon, on wherever you get your podcasts. We're all, I'm all on there. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, right here somewhere is the subscribe button. Subscribe to that. I got some music in the works. So, yes, sir. I'm excited for that to be released.